So I have decided that I'm going to start doing maybe a potential podcast. I don't know what I'm going to do with it. Either I'm going to publish it or maybe not. Maybe it would just become a personal journal that I would do on this app. But um, I have so much to share. I have so much to say. And and I keep having these internal dialogues with myself. And I, and I really would prefer to share with the world or to share whatever wants to, to listen to. And I think I would just have to share what I am feeling as of today, some of the things, just like, just self-reflection of the day. Um, I don't know how our 30s are supposed to be, but I'm loving my 30s. I don't know if this is a time frame where we're supposed to be more assured of ourselves and gaining more uh, personal, professional um, confidence, but I definitely have that. I definitely have that now. It took me a while. It took me a while guessing my abilities. It took me a while guessing everything about myself and being constantly reminded externally from other people what I am. And honestly, I'm done. Or feeling the need to show the world who I am and honestly I ain't gotta show the world shit I am who I am and I am that motherfucking bitch I will say that God did not make no motherfucking mistakes when he made me he made me created me for a goddamn reason and I'm fucking great I'm fucking great I'm great and and I think we all have to come to a point where we realize it's like we assume our powers, we assume our greatness, and and we stop doubting ourselves. And I think one of the things that I'm realizing is that there's so much about myself that I don't even know. There's so many aspects of my strength that I don't even know. That a lot of things that I just see it as a part of who I am, and then people externally, they go, oh, wow oh, you're this, or, you know, just, this is really something that, that really stood out to me, kind of, for me, was kind of like the wake-up call, you know, it's something that I never really thought about, because it's something that I just am, you know, having a friend tell me, well, you adapt easily, I never thought about it, I never thought of myself in that way, you know, it took me last year having to acknowledge my resilience, having to really go, oh, I'm resilient. <laughs> like, I'm resilient. Um, but also resilience doesn't necessarily mean your ability to adapt. Maybe, like, maybe that, maybe that is also just one of the, you know, parts of being resilient is to be able to adapt easily. And I sit here and I go, what other aspect of myself do I not know? Or what other aspect of myself do I take for granted? And I wait to hear other people acknowledge my greatness. And I told myself, and I was like, you know what? I'm going to motherfucking assume that I'm the motherfucking shit because, bitch, I'm the motherfucking shit. I'm the shit. I was made in the image of God. I will not call myself God, but bitch, I'm motherfucking God. Like, how dare you? How dare I? How dare I? see myself anything less than how dare I permit 
flawed society tell me who the fuck I am? How dare I allow our society, our world, the system of white supremacy, reduce me to my motherfucking race, something as irrelevant as my motherfucking race and my motherfucking gender. Everything that I fucking am to have that be reduced to my motherfucking gender and to my motherfucking race and I let these motherfuckers do that to me. How dare I? How dare I? How dare I re let anybody reduce me to anything than what the fuck I am, bitch. I am motherfucking God. Like, get on my motherfucking level. Find the God in you. Find the goddess in you. Like, what the fuck? Like, why? <laughs> like, why do we do this to ourselves? Why do I doubt myself? Bitch, how the fuck are you going to doubt yourself when you don't even know yourself? How am I going to think I'm anything less than? How the fuck am I going to settle for anything less than? How the fuck am I going to put barriers in front? I'm like, you know what, bitch? You can put your motherfucking barriers and I'm going to sit right over them. Fuck you. Like, honestly, I'm at the point where you cannot tell me I can't do shit, bitch. Try me. Try to tell me I can't motherfucking do shit because who the fuck are you? You don't even know. You. And like, honestly, this is one aspect of stoicism that I really like that I really like is the concept of when you really study stoicism, it kind of makes you have a, like a third person point of view because you kind of also have to do self-evaluation of yourself. Sometimes I sit here and I think about how flawed I am in all aspect of my life. And I go, how can anybody ever take my opinion of them with any value? How could any, anybody put value to my opinion? And then I think about this and then I kind of put this out and I think about like, think about the one person who you somehow feel like you have to prove yourself to. Like find that one person. We all have that. Maybe it's not one person. Maybe it's many. Or just find one particular person that you feel like you have to prove yourself to. And you sit there and you imagine, what are their fears? What are their insecurities? And you think about how they might also doubt themselves. How they might also be worried about other people and how those people think of them. And when you really sit back and you start seeing people in that way and you start going, you also have your own thing. Like their opinion becomes so irrelevant, so irrelevant. It's like, and it's not to be rude, like bitch, you ain't shit, but it just, you just like, like we are all trying to figure this out. We are all trying to figure this out. My opinion should not matter to you. And your opinion most certainly does not matter to me. Like, man, I am on some fucking egomaniac trip. Like, bitch, I need to be. I need to be. And we all need to be. We all need to be on that shit. Like, I'm tired. I am tired of letting the world reduce me to... And I'm like, because I sit here, I look at myself, and I'm like, man, I really am that bitch. Like, I'm that bitch, like... Huh, I'm going to have to say this, like, 
I'm fucking smart. I, you know, I learn things quickly. I'm fucking pretty. I have a great fucking personality. I'm funny. I'm caring. I'm giving. I got a bomb pussy and I know how to fucking suck dick. Like, bitch, what the fuck else you want from me? Like, like, bitch, like, even if a man wants me, like, if you want me for sex, okay, the sex is going to be great. You're going to enjoy yourself. But I also have all of the other fucking qualities. All of the other fucking qualities. Like, I'm not some dumb hoe. I'm not some unambitious hoe. Like, I have ambition. I have drive. I have, you know, and I'm not some selfish. I'm not selfish. I'm giving almost too fucking much. I'm caring almost too fucking much. And and then sometimes I sit here and I go, how dare you? How dare you think yourself to be anything less than? How dare you, like, not hold your your head high? So now when I motherfucking walk in this motherfucking city, you know what I do? My chest is out and my head is high and I'm walking like, bitch, yes. And I am starting to walk like I'm that bitch because, bitch, I am that motherfucking bitch. I am that bitch and I don't need you to see that I am. Like, I am, I feel that I am that bitch. And <laughs> get with it or or I'll fall back. And I realize it's like people will always feel threatened by that. But that's none of your motherfucking business. And we really all need to arrive to that point where you're like, no, I'm that shit. Like, I'm the shit. And I really, truly, honestly believe I'm capable of bringing peace and I'm capable of bringing chaos. My powers have no limits. My potential is limitless. Like, you can't touch me. And how dare I? I have let people irrelevant opinions and thoughts about me impact who I am, make me question who I am. Like, how dumb, how dumb. Man, like, if this is what our 30s is supposed to be like, like, bitch, I'm all for it. Like, bitch, like, what, ho, who, me? Yes, nigga, I'm that shit. I'm that bitch. I'm that bitch, like, bitch, I'm that bitch, and bitch, yes, I will carry myself like I'm that bitch. And this is the thing, people are like, oh, you, I'm like, you know what? I'm that bitch, not because I'm trying to pretend to be that bitch. I'm that bitch because I have all of the qualities of that bitch. And now I'm clanly, uh, now I'm proudly wearing my motherfucking crown. Like, I'm that bitch. I'm going to put on my, not because I'm like, oh, I'm that bitch because I don't believe it. And I need to convince myself to be that bitch. I don't need to convince myself to be something that I already am. I am just now finally picking up my motherfucking crown and wearing it. Like, excuse me for a minute. Let me take that back. That's mine. Thank you. I'm going to wear my motherfucking crown. I don't have to pretend to be because, bitch, I am. I am. I am. And I'm not going to apologize for being. I am. And I love every aspect of me. I love every aspect, my personality, my, my flaws, everything. I love me. I love me. I love me. I love me. And I don't need the world to love me back. Because how could you love me when you don't even love yourself? I love me. And I am that bitch. 
And we're all that motherfucking bitch. Like, go find your motherfucking crown, bitch. Wear that shit. Wear it proudly. And like, now when I see girls walking through the city with your shoulders down, especially like black girls, like, I want to stop them. Like, I'm sorry we just met, but like, I need you to fucking own this motherfucking street. Like, no, no, stop. Shoulders back. Chest out. Get your get your nipples pointing forward. Head up. Like, bitch, walk like you're that bitch. Because you are that bitch. So that's all I have to say. Welcome again to, I decided to name this little thing, um, talking to myself out loud, because really, quite frankly, I am just talking to myself out loud. And today, really, one of the things that I just realized, I just, I had, um, I had, I had a meeting with my, with my manager, we're talking about my performance and things like that. And I realized I was, you know, I just like really not stressing about it. And I was like, oh, okay. And one of the things that I would like to talk about is really, it's about taking life with humor. This is something that comes to me like every now and then, like it comes and, and, and goes, you know, there are times where I would just take things so lightly. Like, I'll just take it with you. Like, I won't take it so serious. Oh, there is a serious matter, but I just wouldn't. And I find that I'm so much more at peace when I take every situation with humor to where I make a joke. I make a joke not not in a form of, like, self-defense or, or in a form of protection, but really just, just an utter detachment to the event not detachment in a form that i'm fleeing the event or avoiding but really more of accepting that this is what it is this is what life is there's nothing i can do about it and i would take it lightly and when i do that i'm so much happier my shoulders are far more relaxed my heartbeat is better regulated and really that's something that I really I want to strive for because sometimes like even today I was just really thinking about it and I was like wow like what's the point of life which is again this is one of the many thoughts process that I go through frequently and then and then I lose it which I think maybe this is why meditation is so important just to to allow you to remain consistent and not just have this burst of clarity and then appearing and then going back. One of the things I've noticed about myself, and I noticed this when I really started meditating like consistently, is that when I was meditating, I found myself looking at my life events and incident as a third person, as if I'm removed. The way I can describe this is of, of the event itself being this tornado that is coming in and it is like taking and sweeping everything in place and everything is rolled into this huge tornado that is happening but I am removed from that and I'm seeing this tornado however dangerous it is just doing what it does and I'm away from that like I I I exhaust no emotional attachment to this event and there are times when I've lost myself. 
I find and I literally feel like emotionally I am in the tornado. This could be an event. This could be something very minor. This could be a person not necessarily being rude, but just being annoying where I find myself almost wrapped up in this emotional tornado. And I have developed enough sense to where I can feel this and I go, you in the tornado, you need to get out. A lot of times I'm unable to get out, even though I know I should get out of this emotional tornado, but I stay in and I'm like, here you are again, stuck in this emotional tornado that you need, that you know you need to get out of. And I simply just cannot. And I think this is the importance of meditation, maybe of reading, of having spiritual grounding. And I really like this notion of going through life and taking life's events with humor. With humor. With maybe not humor. Nah, ha, 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 ha. This is funny, but really deep down inside you're dying. But take it lightly. Take it lightly. I like I sent nothing. Add zero value to the event. And you will find so much more peace in your life. And I feel like I'm so fortunate enough to have had this burst of clarity in my life to where I'm able to draw from them every once in a while, or I'm able to find them again. And I think about how the people who've never experienced this, I've had moments in my life to where I can literally feel and see my emotion rising and have that emotion fizzle. It's almost like in the cartoon where you have the black bomb and then it's lighting and in the end it just like, Phew. there were moments there was a moment in my life, specifically when I was in New Orleans. And what I did different is I walked every single day. I never meditated. I never did any exercise. I biked throughout that city. I had a place by the Mississippi River where I used to just sit there without my phone. This is when Twitter and Instagram and Facebook, you know, you couldn't have it on your phone. It was not an app you can download on your phone. You had to go into your laptop to access it. So my time was really, I, was, I spent it alone alone with my thoughts. And that brought me so much clarity to when I went back to Columbus, even my friends remarked on it. And I say this because there's so many examples and it's almost like it's good to have this reference point. I know I'm capable of arriving to that point. And also that point came with a moment of clarity in my life where I knew where I was going and what I was doing. And my life has purpose. So I was able to, to put things into perspective and to literally take things lightly. Really taking things like today, I'm sitting here with my manager because I'm like, I, I mean, we all know about those performance reviews, those yearly performance reviews, you know, like what do people say about me? And literally one of my colleagues like wrote me the most, like essentially the review was, oh, she's competent, essentially saying she's not, she's not stellar, she's, she's competent. I'm like, okay, I don't agree. I completely disagree. I am, I am a wonderful worker. I'm a stellar worker. I don't need those evaluations based on some weird metrics. I know what I have to offer. And I know 
it's not going to come. My best is not going to, um, to come from doing the job that I'm doing now. I know that for a fact. It does not challenge me. It does not light a fire in me. So I'm literally at this point, I'm just coasting. And I think because I'm coasting, because I'm so detached, that I'm able to take everything lightly. And I'm thinking, if we need this level of detachment to be able to essentially live how live life the way it was intended, it's quite unfortunate. And also even honestly, this level of detachment, I can also say this, this level of detachment is the same thing that I had when I was with Sean. When, when we separated, we're no longer together. It's been years since we're together, but I was still crashing at his house. And he would do things that would infuriate the shit out of me when we were together. But because I was not his girlfriend, I, w- I had such a detachment to his behavior. Literally, he would do something and I'd just be like, none of my business. This is no longer my problem. That's the next girlfriend's problem. That's for her to deal with. So it really, I noticed that period in time allowed me to see what a healthy relationship could look like. What happened when you're not so invested in your partner's flaws? When you're able to just look at it and just be like, okay, well, you know, what can you do? And it is that detachment that I really appreciate. And really, honestly, after that time period with him, I was able to be a better girlfriend because of my period with him. Because of that time to be like, oh, we dated, but we're friends now. And I am not invested in his drama. That's none of my business. Whoever he's fucking, whoever is sucking him off, that's, that's for her to handle that. Like, that's not my business. That's not my business. And now I look at my relationship after that, after years have passed, how every little thing. Sometimes I say, I'm like, you really, this is like, let it go. Like, let it go. Detachment. This is not it. Really, I, I don't know what I must do to constantly have this. No, I know what I must do. Meditation and reading. Also just reading. Also reading a book, which reading really is good for you. Read, read. If you can't meditate, find a good book that you like and read. Honestly, just reading a good book itself is meditative. Like some hard motherfucking truth. Um, yeah, like just... Relaxing it, taking things lightly, taking things lightly and taking things with humor and understanding that life, it shouldn't be this hard. Even when it's hard, you just have to smile, just have to be like, okay, well, you know, that's how it's supposed to be. What else am I supposed to do? You know? So that's that. Hello. So this is the third um, recording that I'm doing. Again, this is really more of just my thoughts, things I'm thinking about, things that I'm reflecting um, on. And one of the things that kind of has been on my mind as a recent is the notion of feminism, is the notion of black feminism. And I recently joined a um, a group discussion on um, a book about about black feminists. Let's just let's just leave it at that without going into more detail. And the group was consisting of um, you know black and white women, and just a discussion about feminism. 
And for me, I, w- I don't want to say growing up, but I would say growing up, I've never, I've never saw my my gender, but I did see my race being a black woman. I've always, I've always saw my race more of a hindrance than my gender. And when we had this conversation, and I and I used to tell people like I'm not a feminist. If you ask me if I'm a feminist, I'm gonna say I'm not a feminist. Not because I don't believe in feminism, not because I don't believe in any of that. It's just because I felt that my blackness and my womanness, the fact that I have the gall and the balls to to succeed, um, uh, the balls to go up against any man from any gender, the balls that I should succeed in my life to be ambitious, to, to, to have a voice that actually has a motherfucking base. And I just felt like by existing, by being me in itself is feminism. And I always felt that black women, I'm going to only talk about black women. I'm sure black and brown women feel the same way, but right now we're talking about black bitches, black women we're never given the option to not be feminist. I think white women can choose to be feminist or not because, you know, we know how society protects white women. But as a black woman, I just felt our existence, our joy, our, our defiance against a society that was never created for us to thrive, a society that treated us to be, as Toni Morrison put it, the mule of the world, our, our pure existence in itself is feminism, is a feminist manifesto to me. So that's why I've never felt the need to to label myself as a feminist because I'm like, bitch, have you not seen me? How is that not a feminism? And I know anybody, anybody that's ever met me will probably be, and right, rightfully so, assume that I'm a feminist. But I don't give myself that label until I we had that meeting and this conversation came up and some of the women were offended by me saying I'm not a feminist I don't believe in that you know I didn't want to say I don't believe in label and this somehow took me to be some immature uh, you know woman who is easily influenced by by the media and the presentation of feminism I'm thinking one I'm not a fucking white woman so no to media has no impact on my opinion about feminism and three, my opinion on feminism is really just based on my interaction with white women, real life interaction of white women who consider themselves to be feminists, looking at the actions of these self-proclaimed feminists in, in, in our society, these feminist leaders, white feminist leaders in our society and how they behave and also knowing the history, you know, like the savage history and what they did and where this, you know, all of that. I would just like, okay, White woman definition of feminism, I don't fuck with. That's that. I don't fuck with that. Black woman, I'm like, I don't know what the black woman definition of feminism is, but I, okay, fine. Maybe I am. And I'm sitting here and I'm really thinking to myself and I'm really having to evaluate and understanding the reason and the source of why I never consider myself to be a feminist. And and I really, I feel very fortunate to the fact that I grew up in a household where we were four girls and two boys. The fact that my father raised me to be ambitious, to be independent. 
I never saw my gender. I've never felt like my gender was a hindrance. My parents to this day have never talked about me getting married and having children. It's just not, you know, the only thing that I heard from my father was like, okay, you need, you need to go get that job. You need to be independent. You need to achieve, you need, you know, you need to achieve career wise. Like I was very career um, motivated type of household, like get your education, get your education. And something that my father always said, the white men can take everything from you, but the only thing they can ever take from you is your smart, is your education and your drive. And I, and I carry that with me. I never saw my gender. Although, you know, I love something that one of the women said about as a woman, you can have the ability, which is something that it says like I have the ability, but you may not have the possibilities. And it's a notion of abilities versus possibilities. And I completely, completely agree. And I'm like, I could have all these abilities, but do I have the possibilities? And I know for a fact that I've been in a situation where I was never considered because of my gender or my race, but I really believe it was really more about my race than it was about my gender. Because I'm not a timid woman. I can walk into a room with men arguing and I will raise my voice. Um, when I'm in a car and something happens to the car, I'm not one of those women that will stay in the car. I want the men is out there doing the work. I get out of the car. You open the hood. I open the hood. What do you want me to do? What do you want me to hold? What can I do? So I just never really saw my gender. And now I, and I also realized I've never read any of the black feminists, any of the feminine, like, you know, the feminist work. Like I know of them by title, by conversations, but I've never really sat down and read any, any of the books because I just felt like, uh, you know, I'm busy, you know, I always felt like my fight was always fight for equality, race equality before gender, because I feel like my race trumps my gender for me. And it might be silly to say it might be short-sighted to say this but this is how I always felt and I'm and I'm okay with that and I'm okay with the fact that because honestly I already have enough shit like the drama that I feel just with regards to my race it's already enough it's already tiring it's already draining honestly if I can have one less thing to not worry about in the world one less thing to not think about, oh my God, did they deny me this because I'm black and a woman? But to be like, did they, they deny me this because I'm a woman, you know, because I'm black? I'm okay with this. That's one less stressful thing to think about. I don't want to have to carry the burden. And for me is I've never felt silence. Like, I don't care if you want to hear my opinion. If I have an opinion, I'm going to say it. Regardless of my gender, you're not going to fucking put me in my motherfucking place. Bitch, where's my place? I'm going to tell you where my motherfucking place is. And bitch, it's right next to you. If not, bitch, get behind me. You know? I really just like, I've never felt this, you know, there are some societal things about what it means to be a woman and how to carry yourself. For the, you know, I, I still have the societal pressure, you know, about the value of a woman. A woman needs to learn how to cook. But I feel like... I, even though I knew them, I went, I went against them. I went against them. You know, this is why I stopped cooking. I'm like, fuck cooking. I'm not going to fucking cook for my husband. 
you know, my mother used to say, you need to learn how to cook so you can cook for your husband and children. And I was like, fuck them. Like, what? Nigga, you're going to love me. You're going to love me for me. Not because I can cook for you and fuck you. You're going to love me for me because I have a brain. We're going to have a partnership. We're going to share and we're going to learn from each other. Not because I can take care of you like your goddamn mama. Go and be with your mama. I'm not your mother. Um, I don't know. And I think it's really, it's about living in your truth, assuming your truth and living in your identity. And I don't know if I'm going to, you know, this has been a really eye-opening conversation. I don't think it's going to change my perspective of my approach. But I, I am not a feminist. I hear all the arguments and they're all valid, but I don't like the label feminism. And... I understand and I'm going to take the time to really read and understand more of the feminist work and the and like the feminist behind me. I'm going to try to get some book, um, you know, Dr. Angela Davis book. I'm going to read that because I feel like, you know, she's a Marxist and that's really more, you know, the book, uh, Asanta um, autobiography. I'm going to read it just to read more about the black militant women because I'm more militant, if anything, against capitalism and, and, and racial equality. So I'm going to read books um, written by women that I think are more like me, who kind of think like me, and really trying to educate myself. But at the moment right now, if people ask me, I'm going to continue to say I'm not a feminist. I'm a black woman. I don't have that liberty to decide to be a feminist or not. I'm a fucking black woman. My existence, my joy, my audacity to exist, my audacity to question the world, my audacity to have dreams, to have aspiration, to to challenge the status quo in itself is by feminism. And we're reading this book about wayward women and blah, blah, blah. And they talked about how all these women were, you know, like pioneer of the feminist movement for the feminist movement were known. And I said, and I was like, a lot of these women were not doing it because they were feminists. They were literally living their lives living their lives, living a life that is true to them. And their action in itself is now being viewed as being feminist, a feminism cry. And I feel like this woman, I'm like, I have been living my life. If whatever I will do, it will open more doors for women. Okay. But that's not my objective. But that's not my objective. My, because I feel like feminism is not about carrying a label it's really about existing. It's existing in a society and knowing that you are equal to anybody and everybody. And to never think about your gender. And for me, one of the things I know that I need to work on is not thinking about my race because quite frankly, I'm tired. I'm tired of constantly thinking about my race, thinking if I'm denied something because of my race, if I'm being mistreated because of my race, I'm tired. I want to be the same way I feel about my gender. I don't think about my gender. I really don't. I really do not think about my gender. I think about my race more than I think about my gender. And, and I'm just going to continue to exist. Like, shit, bitch, if they're going to write a book about me, be like, that bitch deny feminism, but yet here she are. Like, you know, here she, uh, you know, like here she, um, she is or were or was living her life in the most feminist way possible. Um, and I think for me, that's what feminism is. It's women living their lives putting themselves first, flipping 
a finger to societal or patriarchal system, whatever the feminist buzzwords are against the system, the patriarchy, blah, blah, blah. You know, and just going like, okay, like, shit, I know the system exists, but that had nothing to do with me. This has nothing to do with me, but take care of yourself, you know, good luck with that. And for me, that's what feminism is. It's not about having a label. It's about really living. And I think by truly living our lives and breaking those glass ceilings and achieving and just living, man, I think sometimes we forget simply living in itself is a form of liberation it is a form of manifestation just simply living and I don't want to have to live and have to carry cross and be like my you know that's just you know what that's just not my type of tea it really isn't so feminism still not for me um uh, I am what I am I am who I am and what I am whatever and I'm not a feminist I'm just me I'm a, I'm a person whose gender happens to be female. That is it.